0: Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Five for Fighting. I uh, decided to push it back a couple days because we were in the NHL All-Star break. So I figured we would do this uh, on Monday where I could actually sit back and talk about the fun things that happened uh, this past weekend over at. Uh, what's it called now? FLA Live Arena down here in uh, Sunrise, Florida, home of the Florida Panthers, uh, the Panthers, who were originally scheduled to host the 2021 All-Star game. But uh, that was obviously canceled due to the pandemic, um, so they awarded this this franchise the twenty twenty excuse me the twenty twenty three All Star Game. Um, let's start with the uh, the fun stuff, and that was the skills competition. Took place on Friday night in the accuracy challenge. Brock Nelson of the New York Islanders defeated Nazim Kadiri in the finals. Kadiri uh, slipped past uh, Connor McDavid, who had one of the best first rounds in accuracy challenge history. Uh, shade under 10 seconds, blasted all four targets. Hardest shot went to Elias Pettersson of the Vancouver Canucks, 103.2. The fastest skater went to Andre, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Shevakinov of the Carolina Hurricanes, 13.699 to get around the rink. Uh, the breakaway challenge was won by the Metropolitan Division's own, I can't believe I'm going to say this, Sidney Crosby, Ugh. And Alexander Ovechkin with assist to Ovi Jr. Uh, cool moment there. I loved it, even if it involves Sidney Crosby. New game this year, the splash shot, where you had uh, guys trying to shoot pucks from across to hit uh, a dunk tank to knock a uh, opposing person in. That was won by Colorado's own Kale Maker and Miko Rantanen. And then the pitch and putt, where you were basically trying to shoot uh, white hockey pucks on a golf course. That was won by Nick Suzuki of the Montreal Canadiens. Um, he, he finished, uh, with birdie. It was a par four hole, a par four hole hole that took place on the plantation preserve golf course in plantation, Florida. Uh, the rosters themselves, we've talked about, uh, the games that took place. Um, we'll talk about it real quick. Um, cause there was some injury replacements. Uh, Alexander Barkov replaced Austin Matthews, who we talked about with the injury, um, and then Rossman Dolan of the Buffalo Savers replaced Tage Thompson, who also missed the game due to an injury, which is very sad because Tage was having a great season prior to prior to the injury. Um, nothing from the Metropolitan, nothing from the Central, the Pacific saw um, Chandler Stevenson of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, replace Maddie Beners Benners of the Kraken who was out due to an injury. Uh, the fan vote winner, We we talked about them, Bo Horvath, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor Hellebuck, etc. Horvath originally scheduled to be on the Pacific Division All-Star team. Uh, Obviously, the trade of the New York Islanders. Um, He would still play for the Pacific Division, but he would wear an Islanders jersey on this day. Uh, So good to see him uh, still be able to be an All-Star. Obviously, the brackets, um, two 10-minute periods of three-on-three play. It saw the Central Division defeat the Pacific by a final score of six to four, and the Atlantic defeat the Metropolitan by a final score of ten to six. And in the finals, the Atlantic took home the championship with a final score of seven to five. So the Atlantic Division gets the championship here. Uh, funny, the Florida Panthers in the Atlantic Division at their arena with two of their guys in the game, uh, and Matthew Kachuk gets the MVP award. Uh, for his performance in the All-Star Game. Um, a lot of guys really liked the 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 All-Star Game format and things like that. So uh, I, I've always loved, since we've gone to this, uh, basically three-on-three open forum here, uh, the Detroit Red Wings' Dylan Larkin had a hat trick, and Tyrano Maple Leaf winger Mitch Marner had three assists in the finals against the Central Division. Again, All-Star Game MVP Matthew Kachuk playing alongside his brother Brady of the Ottawa Senators had seven points on the day. Uh, he had five points in the semifinal victory over the Metropolitan Division. Um, he had two in the in the in the late cap uh to bring home the title. Montreal Captain Nick Suzuki said, Quote, we wanted to win this for the home crowd. They did a great job of cheering on the Atlantic Division. We just wanted to put on a good show for them. Uh let's see. Well, Arizona Coyotes forward, Clayton Keller, Dallas Stars, Jason Robinson. Colorado teammates Maker, McKinnon, Rantan, all had goals for the Central in the finals with Maker having two assists. Uh, This is the first time the Atlantic has won the All-Star game after six previous tries in the divisional format. Uh, They'll all split a million dollars between the 11 players, uh, the nine skaters, and the two goalies. Florida captain Andre Barkov didn't throw the home fans like like teammate Matthew Kachuk did, but posted an assist in the title game. Uh, So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, We also announced at this that the NHL will be heading north of the border in 2024 as the All-Star Game Week. will be held in Toronto, Canada. Uh, League Commissioner Gary Bettman made the announcement during Saturday's news conference ahead of the NHL All-Star Game. He invited Maple Leafs president and former NHL player Brendan Shanahan, currently forward Mitch Marner, to represent the team at this weekend's process to promote Toronto's future involvement. Uh, Marner said, quote, it's going to be a little colder there, obviously, but I think the buzz around it will be great. People love going to Toronto. I've been there. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Can't wait to go back. Um, that's just my opinion. I think it's awesome. Uh, if you have an opportunity to go out to Toronto, um, I went to a wrestling show and a baseball game, uh, cause hockey season wasn't, uh, started yet. Um, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful area, beautiful weather. Um, we went in August and it was, it was still very nice out. Um, so if you have an opportunity, I can't agree with Mitch Marner more. Uh, it's a great place to visit. Um, you know, I, I, I think the all-star game will be just fine there. Um, he also said, quote, you know, the fans are going to be there. Food restaurants are pretty good too. It's going to be a little colder, but the, but nothing a winter coat can't fix. The 2024 nod will be Toronto's ninth time hosting an all-star weekend which uh, took place, the last one took place there in 2000. Uh, It was a long time ago, Shanahan said. I remember just the excitement and buzz in the city that day. Anytime that you're in Toronto for hockey, especially something like the All-Star Game, you can feel the excitement from all the citizens. Our fans are excited about it. The Toronto, Torontians, I don't even know if that's a word, are excited about it, but (laughs) all right, Brandon Shanahan, we're hoping to build off of this and have some excitement about hosting and putting on a great show for the NHL players, their families, and friends. The prospect of going back to an original six city was a r- rabid appetite for sports, appealed to both the, both the league and the teams in a big way. Um, while one Canadian city received uh, the assignment, another is still looking for its next owner. Bettman said the Ottawa Senators have applications from 15 or more interested buying uh, parties to buy the franchise. The data room is open, and my guess is at some point over the next few weeks, uh, so there will be a preliminary cut based off of preliminary bids, Bettman said, but the process is being run directly uh, but with the potential purchasers. So that's an update on the um, Ottawa senators uh, that happened on Saturday during the press conference. Um yeah, so definitely think uh, we're moving in the right direction. Not only for the National Hockey League with an All Star game north of the border in Toronto, an original six home, but also we're moving north. Uh, we're moving things along on the potential of Ryan Reynolds being an NHL owner, which I think would be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely love it. Uh, the Breakaway Challenge, like I said, Alexander Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby with uh, with Ovi Jr. Um, really cool moment. So love that. Um, Talking about that already. Uh, it was also signing day 2.0 for the National Hockey League uh, this week because of the All-Star break. Uh, let's start with the big one, Bo Horvat. Um, the, the trade to the New York Islanders uh, last week then signs an eight-year contract uh, six days after the trade to Vancouver. Um, his contract will carry 8.5 annual AAV against the salary cap. That was first reported by Sportsnet. Horvat was in the final year of a six year contract that carried a ha- cap hit of eight, $5.5 million, and was scheduled to become an unrestricted free agent this summer. Um, when this trade went down, I figured that the Islanders were going to have to do something to keep him, um, especially whenever they gave up conditional first round pick in 2023 forwards Anthony Belleville and prospect uh, Ate Rete. Um, I don't think that there was a way that they were going to let him hit free agency. Bull Horvat, uh, Unless there was a team that was going all in to try to win a championship, which I don't necessarily know that New York is right now. Um, I think Bo definitely is a step in the right direction to building something there, but I don't think Bo gets them over the hump this year to be a Stanley Cup contender, but Bo Horvat obviously gets the contract extension that as soon as he was going to the Islanders makes a ton of sense. Uh, His new contract with the Islanders uh, before he even technically played a game as a member of the Islanders. His last regular season game was with Vancouver in a win over the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets on January 27th. So far, Horvat in the games of the Canucks, 49 of them. He has 31 goals, 23 assists. Horvat, when the trade was completed. Um, so, definitely good news there for him. Uh, and then the Washington Capitals uh, did some things. Um, they decided to re sign Dylan Strom to a five year, $25 million contract. Uh, that was announced Friday during All Star Week. Uh, that was a kickoff there. Um, he was drafted in 2015 in that same very venue in South Florida. Uh, Strom's will count as 5 million salary cap against the cap through the 27, 28 season. He was set to be a restricted free agent this summer. Uh, Brian McCl- McClain of the, General manager of the Washington Capitals said, quote, Dylan is an intellect, intelligent and skilled center and has been a great addition to our organization. We are pleased to sign him to a long term contract. We feel his skill set is a great fit for this team and organization as he enters the prime year of his career at a very important position. Um, can't say anything more than uh, than what Brian said uh, about how good Dylan Strom has been. Um, and if Dylan Strom has been good, uh, Sonny Milano has been pretty dang good himself. Um, this contract was announced Saturday uh, after already linking Dylan Strome to the $25 million deal. They decided to sign Sonny Milano to a three-year $5.7 million extension. Like Strome, Milano is, has a fit in as a new addition to the Washington Capitals. He's set to count as $1.9 million against the salary cap for 25-26. Milano, 26, has been near perfect bargain signing for the Capitals after joining them on the NHL veteran one-year deal after the season got under the way. He has eight goals and 14 assists and 22 points in 40 games since being called up from Hershey of the AHL. He was originally drafted by the Blue Jackets, 16th in 2014. He spent his first eight seasons in the league with them and then Anaheim. Uh, He then went unsigned as an unrestricted free agent last summer despite putting up 34 points in 66 games in Anaheim. Washington scooped him up real quick, and he's been great for the Capitals ever since. I love the fact that they were able to – to ink him to an extension um, and a, and a really, I feel a team friendly one because um, this team is going to obviously be making some moves here to help Alexander Ovechkin potentially uh, catch uh, the great Wayne Gretzky. We've talked about that. um, And I I think that you're going to have to find some bargain guys to, uh, to really keep him uh, going at a pace um, to catch, to catch Wayne. Um, I, I think that Alex is playing out of his mind. I've said that uh on this, on this show many a times. Um, I love the fact that Ovi's uh Ovi's killing it right now. Uh, can't say much more. Um, three points in the All Star game, goal and two assist in loss. Uh, yeah, they come back uh, November 11th, so they have five days off. They're not back until a 3:30 tilt with the Boston Bruins. Uh, later this week. Um, so definitely a hyped up train there. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin currently sits at 812 goals. Um, obviously, I don't think he gets to, to Wayne this year. It would take about uh, 80 goals the rest of the way. So I don't think he's getting there this year, but he's putting himself in a prime position for the 23-24 season to potentially make a move late in the year to catch Wayne Gretzky to, to break the record. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. We'll obviously keep an eye on it here on the five for fighting podcast. Um, can't say enough good things, uh, about the great eight. So at the all-star break, this is where we stand, uh, playoff wise right now. Um, let's see, let's go through the divisions, the Atlantic division, the Boston Bruins lead the way 83 points. They're 13 points ahead of second place Toronto who sit at 70 points, Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, 65 points. The Buffalo Sabres sit at 56. The Florida Panthers sit at 54. Ottawa at 51. The Red Wings at 50. And the Montreal Canadiens sit at 44 points. The Metropolitan Division sit as followed 76 points for the carolina hurricanes they lead the way the devils are at 68 points the rangers are at 62 and this is where the log jam then starts the capitals are at 60 the uh, pittsburgh penguins are at 57 points the islanders are at 55 the flyers are at 51 and then the lowly columbus blue jackets sit at 34 points the dallas stars lead the way in the central division at 66 points just one point ahead of the Winnipeg Jets, who is, sit at 65, the Montreal, excuse me, the Minnesota Wilds sit at 58, uh, the Colorado Avalanche are at 57, Nashville at 54, St. Louis at 49, the Coyotes at 38, and the Chicago Blackhawks sit at 34 points. And last but certainly not least, leading the Pacific Division, we have a tie, but because of the extra win that the Seattle Kraken have. They lead the way technically right now with 63 points. They're tied with the LA Kings 62 for the Vegas golden Knights. Edmonton Oilers sit at 60 Calgary at 57 Vancouver at 43. The San Jose sharks sit at 41 and the Anaheim ducks sit at 37 points. The, The Kings at 63 have played four more games than the Seattle Kraken and two more games than the Vegas golden Knights. So I think that could, uh, even itself out hottest team right now in hockey at the all-star break is the Carolina hurricanes winners of seven straight looking to keep that alive. Um, The coldest team coming in, looks to be the St. Louis blues losers of five straight Uh, schedules for tonight, which is again, I'm recording this on Monday. Uh, We have a six game slate as we come out of the all-star break, Tampa Bay at Florida, the Islanders at the Flyers, Calgary at the Rangers, Vancouver at the devils, the ducks at the stars and the Minnesota wild and the Arizona coyotes tip off or drop the puck. I should say not tip off. We're not playing in the NBA. Um, on at nine o'clock. So that's, uh, that's where we stand right now. Um, we have some things that are are moving and shaking. Obviously the all-star game is now in our rear view mirror. The trade deadline is coming up rapidly. Um, I'll talk about that more. I'm hoping to do another show later in the week where we can talk about, uh, that stuff. Um, because I wanted to give the all-star game kind of its own, uh, true, um, fun so it was a lot of fun doing this it's always a lot of fun um talking about obviously the national hockey league because that's a show that i love to do but it's also a lot of fun to talk about the all-star game um i love the skills competition and i love the fact that this three-on-three thing is now more uh made these games more fun um but that's the show for this all-star game wrap up no real five topics but we talked about uh everything that took place from sunny south florida Um, as always, if you are not, please like, subscribe, thumbs up five-star, the huddle up podcast network, um, huddle up incorporated as I so elegantly call it there. You will get on your podcast feed. You'll get the Tuesday live show, which you can watch on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, all those you can comment along with them. I'm actually going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, that's what producer Jim told me big Jim, sports leader, uh, founder, CEO, captain of huddle up incorporated. So that should be fun. Um. Also, check out our T Public store. You can find the links in any of the social media bios: uh, Twitter at Huddle Up Pod, Facebook, uh, or you can check out Big Jim, uh, Big Jim Sports, to get any of the links to Huddle Up to the merch stores also to other things uh you can also listen to me talk about wrestling on the take three wrestling podcast every friday morning with producer jim our good friend ernest from the N one podcast and our good friend joe lopez and you can hear me and joe talk about uh all things wwecw on from adam lee to zombie a wwecw watch along that is actually going up in a little while i gotta go edit that uh, so that can get posted Uh, That's a Monday tradition, so check that out. That's all I got for this week, guys. I appreciate you hanging out with me. I will talk to you guys hopefully later this week, depending on my work schedule. If not, we'll talk early next week about all things hockey right here on The Five for Fighting.